0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Hometown Horrors. I'm Leanne, your creator and host. First off, I just want to say thank you to everyone that has continued to listen, whether you're a new listener or, you know, an old listener. I really appreciate it. Um, While I've been on this break, I I took a break for my mental and physical health. I had some things going on and also kind of wanted to take a step back and see what direction I wanted my blog and podcast to take. So I think I've got everything figured out and I'm where I need to be and I'm back at it. So I'm excited to be here with you all. And I want to say thank you again for continuing to listen to the old episodes. And this is the first of hopefully a lot of new episodes. Um, it's going to be about the satanic panic. It is based on a blog post that I wrote last year. while I was taking my break, I binge watched Stranger Things, probably like everybody else in, in the world. Um, and it got me to thinking about um, the satanic panic that was going on. And I'm an 80s child, so I, I remember some of that. So let's get into it. I do want to say that if you have any questions, um, any cases you want me to look into, any, you know, cults, anything like that, please don't hesitate to reach out. You can um, email me at hometownhorrorstn at gmail, and you can, uh, I'm on social media at hometownhorrors on Instagram and at hometownhorrorstn on Twitter. All of this will be included in the show notes. If you would like to donate to help things run a little easier around here, I would appreciate it. There's a donate button. Um, in the notes, and I have a Patreon, and that link is also in the notes. There is a content warning that I want to put out there. Um, This does touch on some child sex abuse claims, so if that's something that is a trigger for you, just be advised. You might want to skip over this, Um, but let's get into it. I'm going to start out um, with just a little background on the Church of Satan, or the Satanic Temple. In 1966, Anton LaVey founded the Church of Satan in San Francisco, and he proclaimed that the year 1966 is year one, the first year of the age of Satan. In 1967, media interest is piqued by the wedding of journalist John Raymond and socialite Judith Case, whose wedding was performed at the Church of Satan. In 1969, LaVey wrote the Satanic Bible, which outlines the principles and rituals. In 1970, LaVey appears in the documentary uh, Satanist, the Devil's Mass, which piqued more media interest in the group. And um, Members of the Church of Satan do not worship Satan. Actually, they don't really worship anything. Um, Instead, they say that you should worship yourself and do everything you can to reach your, your ultimate potential. They do not believe in heaven or hell. All people are accepted and judged based only on your merit. And they promote indulgence instead of abstinence. There are several rules of Satanism. I'm not going to go through all of them, but just a few. Um, Do not give opinions or advice unless you are asked. If you're in another's lair, show him respect or else do not go there. Do not make sexual advances unless you are given the mating signal. Do not complain about anything to which you need, not subject yourself Do not harm children. Do not kill non-human animals unless you are attacked or they're for food. Accompanying the rise of Satanism was the 1971 publication of The Exorcist. And then the film was released in 1973, reaching even more people. This impacted America, um, like showing them... it. (laughs) the existence of demons after the release of the exorcist um, rumors started going around about the Ouija board saying that it is a device capable of causing spirit possession demonic infestation paranormal activity Uh, also in the 70s former quote satanist insisted that the world was being run by satanic witch cults. Four men who were former, quote, Satanists, who grew up in California, made a declaration that the world was full of dark occult symbols and satanic conspiracies. All of them claimed to have had conversion experiences that made their stories appealing to fundamentalist Christians And all this was linked to the emerging fundamentalist Christian right. Um, Also going on during the 70s, you had serial killers like Zodiac Killer, the Alphabet Killer, Ted Bundy, John Wayne Gacy, the Hillside Strangler, and Son of Sam. I'm kind of going to go through a timeline because that's kind of how this works. Just different things that, that happened. In 1984, there were rumors of an animal sacrifice in Edinburgh, Illinois, and they were said to be because of a teenage devil worshiping cult. In 1986, more mutilated animals were found, uh, this time in Modesto, California, and those were also said to be the cause, um, the reason, or yeah, <laughs> to be caused by. Um, a devil-worshipping cult there also. Um, In 1985, police raided a suspected, quote, cult house in Ohio and confiscated rock music albums or records, claiming that they promoted satanic activity. I couldn't find what um, records that they took, but... Rock groups back then, and musicians like Black Sabbath, Ozzy Osbourne, Wasp, ACDC, and others were um, accused of contributing to satanic activity. And I remember that the big thing was, if you listened to an album backwards, it had satanic messages on it, because they were, quote, like, talking in tongues or whatever. It was because you were playing an album backwards. They sounded strange, but people didn't didn't want to believe that. That didn't play into the the media panic and everything that was going on. In 1988, teenagers playing Dungeons and Dragons in Wisconsin are accused of animal, mut- animal mutilation and planning baby sacrifices. I was too little um, to know or play Dungeons and Dragons, but uh, my mom was all about, you know, rock music being satanic, and she wasn't even religious. I think it was just because it was all over the media. Every talk show, the nightly News, there were specials, um, and growing up in Tennessee, it was really bad here. Um, you know, everything was satanic, but I was not allowed to listen to rock music and I was not allowed to watch MTV or anything like that and I'm pretty sure if I was old enough I definitely wouldn't have been able to play Dungeons and Dragons. If you hear a weird noise in the background my dog has decided that he must play with his toys and it's making a lot of noise. So the 80s saw a rise in fear for a lot of things including AIDS um, stranger danger you know the kidnap victims um, with their faces on milk cartons the mass panic about the time law murders halloween candy um, you know razor blades in the apples and needles in um, candy bars and things like that I actually believe I've seen somewhere and I, I remember hearing about in the bigger cities that you could go and have your candy x-rayed to make sure there was nothing in it um i live in a you know lived in a small town in tennessee so that was not something that happened here but i was not allowed to eat any of my candy until the next day when my mom had a chance to go through everything um also in the 80s you saw like scary killer clowns becoming a big thing um you saw Christian fundamentalism um, and the beliefs in angels and demons and, you know, hell beginning to be very prominent. Um, hell houses were a huge thing around where I grew up. Um, that was instead of going out trick or treating, if you were belong to a church or whatever, they wanted you to come to a hell house. That way you could see what happened to you if you didn't go by the teachings of the church? And it was, I'm sure I, I've never been in one. Um, I need to ask my husband about that. Cause I'm sure he went one, went to one, he grew up very religious. So I, I need to to ask him about that. Cause it's fascinating. Um, that's the fire and brimstone type of preaching. It still goes on today around here, especially. Um, And people were being more exposed to that because there was a rise in it. And plus, you now have uh, cable television to where this was being, you know, you had Tammy Faye and all that. And several people, you know, several televangelists and a lot of them were fire and brimstone. And you had access to that now to where you could see that. And more people were being made aware of the uh, fire and brimstone types of preaching. Um, Anti-occult crusaders like Pat Pooling believed her son committed suicide because of an evil Dungeons and Dragons curse. She crusaded against role-playing games, calling them demonic and dangerous. In 1988, Geraldo Rivera did a documentary called Devil Worship, Exposing Satan's Underground It became the highest rated televised documentary to air at the time. So that kind of tells you a lot about the exposure, Um, you know, that did not help with the fear situation. Everybody was, was watching that. In 1989, a Christian documentary called Hell's Bells examined the relationship of rock music to sex, violence, suicide, drug use, rebellion, the occult, and other activities considered immoral by Christians the film portrays various lyrics and visual imagery in rock music and rock stars as evidence that it is satanic or anti-christian it also alleges that satanic messages exist in several Beatles The Doors Led Zeppelin Madonna songs things like that um those are also examples that they said of musicians who have knowingly introduced the occult through their music into American society in 1991 the television show 2020 televised an official Roman Catholic exorcism in 1992 Sally Jesse Raphael airs a story on devil babies I I i I don't know i remember that episode of sally jesse raphael um but it's so ridiculous any if you've watched any 90s shows like that was sally jesse and let's see phil donahue and things like that it was oh my gosh so insane um in 1992 police patrolled the streets of martinsville saskatchewan canada with assault rifles because of rumors of Satanists coming to attack the town. I can't even imagine. By the mid-80s, seminars, tutorials, and educational videos for authorities and evangelicals on the subject of recognizing and fighting Satanic cults was sweeping the U.S. law enforcement they were using these as training videos so they could recognize the signs of satanic cults. Um, They were, law enforcement was dispatched to ritual crime seminars and classes held by other police, therapists, preachers, um, born again Christians who claimed to be former high priest and priestess And escapees from the satanic cults. So these people were going around talking to the authorities, to law enforcement, about what was going on in their communities and what you need to look out for. This never resulted in any evidence that satanic cults existed. It was pretty much a witch hunt. Um, You know, they were saying, okay, if you have animal mutilation, that's a sign that there's a cult in town if you know animals start dying for no reason that's a sign if there's a string of robberies that's you know by teenagers that's a sign that there's a cult in town many of these investigations resulted in overturned convictions due to mishandled investigations and lack of evidence there were also claims of sexual abuse and child abuse um, there were so, so many rumors of abductions of young females to be sacrificed. Um, it's pretty much an urban legend. You know, they, you know, if you're a young female, you're gonna be snatched by the local satanic cult. Um, if you're a virgin, to be sacrificed. In the 1980s, several other components contributed to Abuse uh, being linked to Satanism. The appearance of the child abuse industry technology was, you know, starting up big. You had access to videos now. Pictures, things like that. So trafficking was becoming, you know, a thing. So this was they were linking all that stuff to satanic cults. Cause it was easier to believe that than to believe that people are just evil. Um, new diagnosis of PTSD. That was a, you know, a fairly new thing in the eighties, that diagnosis of it. PTSD was not a new thing in the eighties, but someone diagnosing and it was. Um, and so, they would rather blame that on a satanic cult abusing you than the fact that you probably abused by a family member or a church member or something. Um, Another cause would have been a change of home life in the eighties. In the eighties, both parents were starting to work outside the home. Um, Both of my parents worked. I took care of myself. I couldn't imagine my eight-year-old taking care of herself like i took care of myself at eight years old but you know now they were starting to depend on either the kids stayed at home alone or they went to daycare if they were smaller or they had a babysitter so they some they were left in the care of strangers because you know back then grandparents really didn't keep kids like they do now um I don't think I ever stayed with my grandparents. So it was just something that didn't happen. So now your kids are exposed to strangers. And that's a whole new set of problems, according to, you know, certain people. Um, And it's easier to blame it on a daycare or a babysitter than if they were being abused by somebody they knew. In 1980... A scandalous bestseller called Michelle Remembers came out, and it was based on Michelle Smith's, quote, memories of past abuse by the Church of Satan. Um, Michelle recovered these memories while in therapy and under hypnosis by a therapist she later married. All of the claims and allegations were debunked, but not before media spread it and praised it and called Michelle and her husband experts in satanic ritual abuse. None of this information was verified in the book, but it became a textbook for professionals in the eighties and nineties. The false narrative of Michelle remembers would impact the nation over the next decade. It's dark occult fantasies sparked a rash of in unfounded accusations of satanic ritual abuse um, that was attached to several daycare centers. In 1982, Marianne Barber believed her two young step-granddaughters were being sexually abused. And after relentlessly grilling those girls, they accused their father. The girls were placed in their grandmother's care And she went on to, the grandmother went on to report that the girls had been used in prostitution, pornography. They'd been tortured, made to watch snuff films. I don't know whatever happened to him, if he ever got out of jail, if it was ever proven that he didn't do that Um, in Victoria, British Columbia rumors spread about the planned kidnapping of newborn babies by satanists for sacrifices in 1983 judy johnson accused ray bucky a 25 year old worker at the mcmartin preschool in manhattan beach california of abusing her two-year-old son during the investigation into the abuse claims a nonprofit group known as the Children's Institute conducted examinations of 400 children who attended the daycare. Key McFarlane, a unlicensed psychotherapist, unlicensed psychotherapist, was in charge of the examinations in the interview. McFarlane had no psychological or medical training and only had a welding certificate as her highest academic credential. She had two unqualified assistants who also conducted interviews. They used anatomically correct dolls and other questionable methods of interrogation. These types of interview process led to false memories among the children and little children become confused easily and they're led easily out of 400 children the interviewers determined that 359 had been abused this resulted in 321 counts of child abuse seven daycare staff members being accused by 41 children among the claims um, that the children made were the daycare owners would flush them down the toilet Um, They had built a secret underground tunnel. They had witnessed a sacrifice of a baby and they could turn into witches and fly. So if you have kids or you've been around kids, you know, you know, they're going to say stuff. My my youngest daughter was terrified in the bathtub that if we let the water out while she was in the bathtub, that it was going to suck her down the drain. Also, she loves Harry Potter, so she was always pretending like she was a witch and flying around. She also loves Halloween, another reason why she always felt like she was a witch and would fly. So stuff like that was just kind of ridiculous that they tried to use that as evidence. After six years of investigation and one of the largest, longest, and most expensive trials in California history, the case just went away because there was no evidence at all to back up anything. Then the original accusing parent was diagnosed with paranoid schizophrenia. The investigative techniques used by the Children's Institute was discredited by the psychological community and eventually all charges against the daycare were dropped due to insufficient evidence. In 1984, preschool children in Miami accused a man and his wife of abusing them. Um, He's still in prison, so I don't know if there was some evidence to that one. I couldn't really find a lot about that. In 1985, another daycare operator is accused of assaulting children, animal torture. She was sentenced to 10 years in prison And then there's the big case of the West Memphis Three, which I plan on featuring in a future episode. Um, Here's just kind of a, a gist of it. In 1993, three teenagers in West Memphis, Arkansas, were accused and later convicted of sexual assault and murder of three young boys. The teens were accused based on very, circus circumstantial evidence and hearsay because they were considered goth um they played dungeon dragons they you know were all black they were considered goth and they were accused of worshiping satan they were linked to the crime despite a lack of any physical evidence damian occles the most famous member of the west memphis three gained celebrity status and public support due to his intelligence um, and being an outcast persecuted by, small town, by a small town for not fitting in. There's an HBO documentary called Paradise Lost. I haven't watched it yet, but it brought attention to the West Memphis Three and um, they got justice In made the justice for the West Memphis Three into a national case. They, however, were not freed until 2011 after new DNA evidence proved no connection to the crimes. They spent 18 years in prison. In 1992, the FBI wrote a formal report discrediting the Satanic Ritual Abuse Scare. Despite that report, law enforcement continues to train officers with the Law Enforcement Guide to Satanic Cults. This was, again, all picked up by mainstream media and turned it into a mass panic because a lot of these things were just not understood. Um, even in this day and age, we, we deal with that. Um, different lifestyles, different beliefs are not understood. So people fear them and it causes mass chaos and accusations and harm to others. So I hope you enjoyed this little satanic panic trip down memory lane. Um, Some of you, if you're not familiar with it, um, those of you my age probably remember a lot of this stuff. And I do plan in the future to do a lengthy episode on the West Memphis Three because it's just, it it needs attention. Um, But my sources for this article are linked in the show notes. Um, and I hope you all enjoyed, and I will talk to you soon. Take care.